What's up, guys? It's Waz and CJ here. Welcome to episode four of Embrace the Chase podcast, where the chase is an opportunity every day to create, change, and go after a dream. We apologize for the four-week hiatus. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome episode back. four. Holy cow. Episode four of Embrace the Chase podcast. Been like four weeks. It's been a long time. Yeah. Four week hiatus. I don't think that needs to happen again. Yeah, no, we're we're really we apologize about that, and thank y'all for uh, watching today and uh, sticking with the program. Uh, we really are sorry. It's been it's been a whirlwind of the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah season yeah. starting. Nothing bad. Like season yeah. start, traveling everywhere, spring break, midterms. Yeah, it's kind of been. It's just been a lot in a short amount of time. Like that. Yeah. Because well, we originally, so the last episode dropped the Wednesday before opening day. Yeah. Um, and we had every intention of the next week continuing. And then, like, we went to Alabama. Just um, life just got. And then yeah. midterm week. And then we went to Louisiana for mm-hmm. spring break. It was just a lot going on and a lot of yeah. traveling that we couldn't really carry our stuff mm-hmm. with us. Um, but yeah, but we're back. We're back. And it's not happening again because we're, we're back. back we're on back track. and we're back and we're better than ever. Yes, the boys are back in town. We're all good. We we got it. We're settling into the season. I think that's what it was. Yes. It's a settling in period. You know, good way to put it. Yeah, I think we just kind of had to. I mean, we're still new to this podcast, um, so I think we just kind of needed time to figure out. Okay, how can we balance the podcast, schoolwork, baseball, life? Because it's coming at a new speed. Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, everything when the season rolls around seems to be put on pause. Mm-hmm. School kind of, I mean, school's important. It's but just like, baseball. It's just hard. Baseball. It's even hard to get the class, let alone do a podcast. Like, seriously. Um, like, we were just we were just talking moments ago about how um, like, there's one class I haven't been to in, like, three weeks until yeah. this week. It's not, even, it's not even our fault. It's just how the way the travel schedule worked out. Yeah. And spring break, I don't really count that. I honestly hope. Which classes go back to being online? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like I love being in the classroom, but being online is so much just easier on the mind and, well, the, and the body. Yes, yeah. as an athlete, it's, it's it's almost just a comfort knowing mm-hmm. I can hop on when I have time. Yeah, because when you leave Thursday morning and don't get back till Monday morning, mm-hmm. technically, then Monday morning at three a.m. Yeah, you really want to wake up for your seven fifty. Shout out to all the freshmen that ended up going to their 750s on Monday morning. That's that's elite. Yeah, but also shout out to the ones that them. We still love you. Um, but yeah, uh, so I guess we'll catch up a little bit on your last outing. You absolutely had a day, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, not too bad. So for you, those of you that don't know, Waz went nine innings down at Louisiana Lafayette. Um, really good day. Can you tell me a little bit just about like one, let, let's start over. What was Friday night, take me back to Friday, kind of where was your mind at that night after watching that lineup? Honestly, we'll just go back from like when the season started and just hold like mentality and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I mean, kind of like struggling, to be honest, just like adapting back to Division I baseball. Yeah. It's been like a while. Um, but when we went down on Friday night, I mean, we weren't, I mean, 
we just had a tough series against Lafayette College, and then just kind of like need to get the wheels kind of running again. Yeah, like wheels, wheels back on track. Um, I mean, it's our, it was our last weekend before conference coming up, um, or when we drop this, we played Presbyterian. Yeah, just played. Well, just, when this comes out, just we'll played. Play. Yeah. Um, but f- Thursday was a crazy like travel day mm-hmm. for us. Three like what two flight three flights two flights two bus rides two flights and yeah. a two hour stop in New Orleans and you gotta look at the city and stuff like that. So it was cool. But Friday game was at game was at what six? Yeah, six o'clock. Game so was at six. So that was our first. Time. That was our first six o'clock start. Yep. Like especially on the road or at home, like there's just more time to like, kind of like, soak it all in. Yeah, see what's out there, explore a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, I took my walk around campus and was just kind of just getting the feel of like the environment and stuff like that. Um, but like Friday night, watching like their lineup, like kind of just doing what they do, like that that was a really tough lineup. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah, put, honestly say. put that lineup up with Alabama when we when we went down to Bama. Yeah, two very different styles. Two very different styles of offenses, but I think the the lineups feed into the environment that they're mm-hmm. in. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think just the Louisiana environment was a lot more gritty and a lot more like intense. Almost like old school, old very school, old school like baseball, baseball type thing. Like the fans were in it. Um, so I like kind of like seeing that, like taking it all in, like I kind of knew what to expect, like coming in on like on Saturday. And Saturday was just kind of like, honestly, just another day, like day at the ballpark. Like, yeah. Just come in, do what I know how to do, and evidently, like, I mean, stuff kind of worked out. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Was there anything throughout the game you were like having to like remind yourself of, of like, hey, like make sure you like? Honestly, the first the first thing. Okay. The first thing, like, kind of, like that's always the toughest thing, like as a starter, and like, like I, I, I balked and I gave it a run, and I go, yeah, not again, like it's not happening again. But like, then I got out of it and I was like, okay, and I was just kind of just like going with the second inning and third inning. I think like once I got to like the fifth inning, because usually that's like an inning, like a pivotal moment of the game. Like if you get past that, like with a zero spot, like I'm like we're good to go. Yeah. And, like, I feel like once I got past the fifth inning, like, it was just, like, all my nerves, like, kind of, like, let settle. Because that's, like, yeah. it's, like, my monkey on my back. Like, the fifth inning, I can't get, can't ever get through it, like, without, like, getting up runs or whatever. But once, like, that happened, like, I mean, I'd say a third no outs. Yeah. And somehow got out of it with no runs. That is the first time I can honestly say I've seen you release that much emotion before. Because you're a pretty calm guy all like, the time. Like, I love, like... I'm an emotional person, like on, like within myself, mm-hmm. but, like honestly, those are the, f- like that's the first time like I felt like, I've been able to show emotion like that in an environment like that, since honestly high school. Yeah. Because like when you're a freshman year was kind of like a reliever, like I really didn't get that. You gotta get the feel of it. Junior college was just like there were some moments like some like rival games or whatever, but yeah. it was just like, it's just junior college baseball. But when you're all playing for the same same goal at the end of the day. But I mean here it's kinda of like more important. Honestly, like every game's more important as as the season goes. So like coming off the mountain, I was just like after that, like I was like, 
damn, like I did that. Yeah. And then like six inning rolls around, seventh inning, score a few rounds, eighth inning, score a few rounds. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not coming out. Well, especially once we got those like extra, um, like extra insurance runs were, yeah, were, were, were very just, key into this, um, like into the start because it was just, it was one zero for a while like yeah. them and then we scored two got a two spot. I think it was like was it. He was six. 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 six it was like after that. I came out. Yeah. And stranded those two runners. I think he was the sixth, and then we scored two runs in the eighth. Yeah. And we scored a run in the ninth. But honestly, that that was that's the top three game for me, like ever, like not even like one or pitch, but just like just being in the moment. Yeah. Type thing. Like I didn't really like get to like look back on it until like I was like. Like I like just everything was like released out of my body. Like I was just like, damn. Because like honestly, that was like I told Jerry and stuff like that. Like coaches are like, fun fact, that was my first career win. Like really? NCAA level. Wow. Like, junior college. I don't really count junior college. Yeah, that's not like yeah. it's your first D one win. Yeah, that's yeah. my first NCAA Division one win. And I was just like, me and my dad have been talking about it for a while, and then like, like kind of like didn't really line up like didn't get it at Bryant didn't get it at Alabama like I thought it was just didn't didn't work out didn't that way right. um Lafayette kind of escaped away with a no decision right there um but like to get a win in that environment like especially your first one especially doing it in that fashion yeah like that I think that's like one but like put that in my back pocket like you're gonna remember that for a long time but now we go yeah. Now, now it's the real thing. Now it's why we're here. We got ten weeks, and kind of just have to. You take out. those ups and downs leading up to this point, yeah. And then you're gonna learn. You gotta learn. You yeah, gotta adapt. That's that's what the whole four weeks are for. Like, kind of learn. Like, even like with it, like with the pitching coach wise and stuff like that. Like, like even like with the infield wise, like how your pace is and stuff like yeah. that. Like, like even yourself, like out there, like. Like what do I what do I gotta work on? What do I gotta do? Like just kind of figuring out like your identity all over again. Yeah. Like because your I think your fall identity is completely different than when you come back from winter break, and then I feel like it's completely like flips as well. Like especially during the season because you're not facing your own hitters anymore, where you kind of know how to pitch them. Yeah. It's just kind of like monotonous. But now you gotta like <clears throat> prepare for a new different lineup every single week like but it's just like for like two hours yeah and like honestly it's probably the fastest longest two hours like ever yeah I get that the uh, I think one of the most fun things about the entire game was that everyone in the dugout was just like there was kind of that like is this it like is this where he's like they're gonna pull the string and then you get like a two pitch out and we're like yeah, well, like everybody was just on board the entire time. It was awesome. I feel like that's where we need to be twenty four seven. Like, like we just honestly, we just had this conversation like earlier. Like, gotta have the belief. Like in every mm-hmm. pitch, doesn't matter who's out there. Yeah. And I feel like the the second guessing, like, oh, is he gonna stay in? Like, is he gonna pull a string? Like type, that type of thing. Like, I feel like that shouldn't even be like a thought. Like, mm-hmm. you should just know who's on the mound and you should just know like he's just not going to come out mm. like because I know that's my mentality whenever like like I feel like the mentality I have like you're not you're going to have to drag me off the mound I feel like everyone should have that yeah no matter like even if you're giving up five runs 
in an outing, like, you still got to drag me off. Like, yeah. I'm not. Like, it's like this is just, my problem. I don't yeah, fix like, it. it's just second nature. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lay out here and just, like, yeah, let somebody else just get on the fire. Like, no, yeah. like, it's it's like it's me. Like, I, let me finish it and we'll, we'll figure it out from there. But Speaking of, you know, you want to know to me what the one of the most underrated things in baseball is, is in that, like, mm-hmm. those situations where it's, like, a five spot in the mm-hmm. inning where and like you're two outs or like let's, let's just say like bases loaded one out something yeah and then one of your boys comes in and then he just shuts it down and shoves and yeah like, that is one of the most underrated feelings ever oh of all time like, because you're like those are not my those were my runs like he got them. thank you for saving like, my this game is like, like from a, like from a selfish standpoint yeah. standpoint like like it's like damn but on the other end, like on the other end, like when it doesn't happen, yeah, like you can't. Which is tough, but it's it's also like I think those are huge momentum swings. Too. I do too. Like very underrated. Like we're like teams has you on the ropes. You make that switch. They're like, all right, now now we really got to mm-hmm. go. Like we just need to get him out, mm-hmm. and then oh, this guy comes in, shuts it down. I think that kind of like shows the mentality of the pitching staff is situations like those yeah. where can the next guy come in and continue with the first guy started. Like, let's say, perhaps, like, in whatever inning it was, where we were second and third knots, let's say you yeah. did get pulled there. Like, would the next guy that come in have the ability, or that's, not the ability, and, but, and like... that's the whole, like, trust factor thing. Yeah. Like, you gotta have the trust mm-hmm. and the guys behind you. Yeah, sometimes it could be really hard, like, to have that. Yeah. But, like, you're gonna... I feel like you just need to dig deep down and be like, like, this guy got me. Yeah. Like, even though, like, sometimes you're just, like, I don't know how to, like, kind of word it, but, like, you want to be out there. Yeah. Because you want to do Everybody it. Does. Every day. If you don't, why are you, why are you pitching? Like, why are you, why, why are you still here? Yeah. Excuse me. Wow. Um, I don't have my coffee today. That's the problem. Um, that's why I'm yawning. But, like, uh, I think one of the easiest ways, too, is, like, when we're down in Alabama, mm-hmm. you could very well see like if you want to be there or not yeah like there and like it's just reality and it's everywhere like there's people that love those big moments and mm-hmm. there's people like there's guys that go to the college world series and they eat it up there's guys that it's just too big it which is very interesting to watch like the guys that do soak it up you know yeah like i love watching that kind of like competitor yeah. fire come out i feel like the people that I've surrounded myself with are those type of guys mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, yeah, some guys are like, oh, whatever. But some guys, like, live for that. Yeah. Like, when I was, like, when we were at Alabama, like, I was just like, all right. Like, this is, I mean, it's just another game at the end of the day, but, like, I'm like, all right. I had to do what, not I get to do what I, what I showed up here to do. Like, yeah. Like, it's to me, Alabama. I almost felt more comfortable there. I felt honestly, no, I, I, I agree. It, it feels so nice when you have like the buzz of the crowd. You feel a little yeah. more calm. Like I, to me, anyway, like it was like no, a little I more feel, calm. Yeah, I feel like when there's no fans, I feel more pressure mm-hmm. because it's just weird. It's just a weird, like eerie feeling. Like I don't. It's not like more pressure or anything. It's just like I'm like kind of alone out there mm-hmm. type of thing. Like. When I was, like, when we were at Alabama, like, I, mean, I wasn't alone. There was, like, 3,000 people in the stand yeah. just kind of watching, like, 
I don't really care if they if they if they chirp or anything. Like I'll eat it up. Yeah, I love that. I, I like, kind of like that. Like there was a guy at Louisiana. We were doing. Uh, I think it was Friday. We do like a little prayer circle and mm-hmm. like going around and hugging everybody. Like he was like, I want a hug. I yeah, want a hug. yeah, yeah. So like I turned to him and he goes, and he like, knew my name. I think he looked at the roster or something like yeah. that. And like I was like, I gave Mary a hug. And the next day, like I came in, I was in the I was in the bullpen. And he's like screaming my name, and I go, and then like I gave him a hug, like after, and he goes, "Have a great game." <laughs> and I go, like I, I was like, that's honestly sarcasm, but yeah. like honestly, like I feel like he means that. And then like when like after the game, he came me, he's like, I really didn't mean that, but like, yeah, good job, good, good job, man. Like, well, it's your, I gotta give props to Louisiana. Like they were diehard for their school. Yeah, and they ate it up at the same time like after the games like they were so nice to us like it didn't matter like honestly like if they won or lost like mm-hmm. they were going to support their boys no matter yeah. what and they were going to heckle the heck out of us yeah. but as soon as we stepped off the field they like, were like they, hey yeah. great job like, yeah. tell, like where are you from like what, what's going on like did you have fun at it? like which was really cool like, like even with nice like even with their guys before the game like during BP like mm-hmm. I talked to a lot of them like like we go from friends to like competitors back to like like what it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Like what matters is between the lines. So it doesn't matter what happens outside of it because it's just like it, it's just the game. Yeah. I feel like people don't kind of realize that and kind of take it with them. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of guys do that because it's like you watch like certain teams and certain things like. And just certain mannerisms, you're like, it's just not that serious. Like, it's serious, like, when you're there, but, like, yeah. I don't know why we're thinking about it, like, too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's there's a difference between being serious in terms of, like, you're trying to be serious, mm-hmm. and there's a seriousness where, like, no, the expectation is that we win. The expectation is yeah. that we get drafted. The expectation is that we have this standard. Honestly, there's just the expectation of just being locked into the, into the details. Yeah. And locked in and given and giving intent every single pitch and like not taking a pitch off yeah. and like kind of just paying attention. Watching the game, like I, I do you love the game? Do you love like learning every mm-hmm. single time you watch? Because you could, and I, I've fallen victim to this at times. Like you can just show up and like you can watch the whole game, but you could. But walk did you away actually like, watch it? You can walk away not knowing anything, anything. about it, or. You can sit there and you can say, which I really tried like this year to like focus in on is like every single day, like why did they do that? Mm-hmm. Why did we do that? Why did we throw this pitch? What's he gonna throw next? Like and just trying to like stay not locked in because I feel like I'm always locked in, mm-hmm. but in terms of like like what can I learn today even though I'm like not active or what can yeah. I learn from what this guy's doing? You know? I feel like I take away most of our games like I would have done that or I would have done that. Like, yeah. I kind of take it as a positive, like negative type thing, but mostly positive. And I mean, it's just going to help you in the long run. Like, why is this guy over there? Why is this pitch being called? Like, this and yeah. that. Like, I'm not saying any of it's like bad it's, or like questionable. It's just this, like, that's how you're thinking. Yeah. Well, I think too, like, we have great baseball minds mm-hmm. on our staff. And so I think especially when we can ask them questions or like 
learn why did they do this in this situation? Why didn't we do this in this situation? Mm-hmm. Because like our minds, it's like, this would make sense. It's like, ah, yes, that makes sense. But think about it from this perspective. Yeah. It's like, oh, shoot. Wait, like that, that that's, that's, a a, that's a good point you make because like most of the time, like, like I think a certain way and I'm just like, nope, this is it. Yeah. And then like when I come off, it's just like, the dialogue's there. It's not like blah, 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 like, like harping at me. It's just more like, what were you thinking? Like, yeah. type of thing. Like, that's where I kind of like appreciate that fact. Like, just kind of like when you're, when you're locked in, when you're dialed in, like when you're like competing at that level, like, I feel like you kind of need that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's what I got. Heck yeah, dude. Um, so kind of take it off of the baseball for a second. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it earlier, but we walked around New Orleans. Yeah, well, so yeah, yeah, what yeah. was your experience like? Because that was, I'd never been there before. Mm-hmm. I'd never even been to Louisiana before. Really? So, New Orleans to me was different. It was mm-hmm. cool. Like, I had a blast, but like, tough. So, I, we weren't, we didn't really hang out in New Orleans. So, like, what, what all did you do when you were there? I feel like we all kind of went like different directions. Yeah, yeah. I think that everybody just kind of like, free for all I feel like most of the guys kind of stayed together yeah. because they haven't been there before mm-hmm. but like I've been there kind of multiple times and I kind of like when found out like we were going to New Orleans I'm like this is what I want to accomplish like this is what I want to do and honestly I had to say my itinerary as the coaches <laughs> like, which was? well we went to the like my first stop was obviously food because yeah. I was hungry oh, oh my gosh yes and well, Paul, uh, quick for those listening, we woke, we, so we didn't wake up. The bus left High bed. Point at 3 a.m. Yeah, I was asleep. We drove to, yeah, I never went to bed. No. We drove to Raleigh, flew to Atlanta, had a layover, flew to New Orleans, mm-hmm. stayed in New Orleans for like two, two and a half hours, yeah. and then bus two and a half hours to Lafayette. Lafayette. And then practice. Yes. And, and, time shifted going from eastern to central and then also we sprung forward yeah so it was a weird weekend from time wise but anyway sorry no i went to the ruby slipper first okay i had like sweet chicken and waffle bites nice fire honestly best food i ever had dude the food down there was unbelievable crazy walked down bourbon street didn't eat there Okay. They eat on Bourbon Street because you just don't do that. See, I didn't know that. I ate on Bourbon Street. I had no clue that, like... Yeah, it's just... I mean, you could, but it's just, like... It's kind of grimy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just don't do yeah. that. <laughs> it's, well, well, it's Bourbon Street uh, for a reason. We were two... I mean, we were two weeks out from Mardi Gras. Yeah. So you saw every beat on Earth but, on the uh, ground. And see, that's the big difference. Like, you've been to New Orleans. Like, Gavin. Gavin was leading yeah. the charge over there. He had been to New Orleans. I have never been, and I think a lot of guys have never been, and so we all immediately just booked it to Bourbon Street. Like, let's go to Bourbon Street. I'm like, like, I don't know what it's going to be, or we're going to Bourbon Street, because that's the only street I know here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, because it's like Vegas. Like, you you know a certain thing in Vegas, you go to the main street. I mean, when you've been there once or twice, it's just like, I'm not going there again. So then I went down, obviously, I walked Bourbon Street. Cause like if you, you have, have to, to you have there. to, you have to, and then I went to um, Cafe Du Monde. Okay, it was, I mean they got the French beignets. Oh, 
and Nola, Nola iced coffee. It's honestly just iced coffee, to be honest with you, but it's like... Oh, what I go with you? Oh, my gosh. I went to... So I went to some restaurant first, and then the entire did you, team... Did you eat at... Uh, no, I did not. The entire team went to this one restaurant, and it, it was cool. It had, like, a rooftop view down the Bremen Street. Yeah. And uh, I looked around with Smitty and... Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Who... You're listening. I'm so sorry. I, you know, I can't. I can't do this. It was Smitty and who else? Glover. Glover. It was Glover. I'm sorry, Glover. But the three of us. I don't know why I just have a brain fart. The three of us went to, end up going to um, a place called like Oceana. Had some gumbo. Yeah. Really good, man. Like really good. It was um, it on Bourbon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, on Bourbon Street. Lit like literally hole in the wall. Like when you. Think I mean, sometimes sometimes those are the best spots, but I don't know necessarily. It was good, but my mom had told me, which I didn't know this until she told me like a day after. She's like, have you had a beignet yet? I was like, what the heck is a beignet? Well, I guess we got to, I think we got to go back. We'll, we'll go back. No, 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 no. Then on Sunday morning, I woke up at seven to go to a place called the Coffee Depot in Lafayette. It was like, everyone was saying in the area, like coffee, the Coffee Depot has the best beignets. And so okay. I went there. And got a basket of beignets, and they were unbelievable. Dude. I think I think you're getting the wrong sense of how unbelievable they are, because you got to go to where, like, the better ones are, which is in the French Quarter. So we're going back to Nola. I'm I'm 100 down. That's that's what I'm hearing. That's the only thing I'm learning from I'm this podcast. No, I'm 100 down. down. No, I went there. I actually took Chuck with me. I took. I, I, I took, would have killed to see Chuck in New Orleans. I took. Well, Chuck was run, walk, like running around like with a couple of guys or whatever. And I go, he goes, where are you going? I go, I'm going to the cafe. He goes, well, I'll go with you. You look like you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so we had like 30 minutes till the bus left. Oh, so like we like kind of like, kind of like ran there. Booked a little bit. Booked yeah. a little bit. That's so we had, and like we got in line. We were like, all right. And then get, I mean, we ordered like seven bags. And like I got two coffees, I was just like, I'm not coming back. Yeah. So it's just like, go ahead, kill, kill it. Yeah, and then I mean the French Quarter was kind of cool, but like I kind of just was like, kind of like tunnel vision, like yeah. kind of set, like where I was going. So I like I kind of looked around, but I was just like, yeah, I'm just here to accomplish a couple things. Like, yeah, I I think for me, I know Glover Smitty and I, there you go, Glover. Um, we finished up eating. I, we were all kind of concerned that like. One, being back on the bus on time, just making sure. And also, like, none of us had been there or had, like, dropped the pin on where the bus was. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of like, all right, like, we're going to go down <laughs> the exact same path that we came up this way just so we don't get lost. And so, like, we kind of stayed within, like, a little radius. And, like, yeah. if I were to go back, I would definitely, one, I probably wouldn't be with the team because like, honestly, like, season, there's, but also, like, like, I'd expand a little more. I got a couple of questions because of that, like question because of that. And okay. I'm just like, honestly, like guys, like I just, I like being like when we go off road trips, like I kind of like having that like freedom yeah. of like getting to do what I want yeah. and like, yeah, like it's a team trip type thing. Like some of the coaches were asking like, what, what's going on? I, went, I was like, I mean, I'm not alone, Yeah, but like, 
I'm not alone because I know where I am. I know yeah. where I am. Yeah. Like if you know didn't, know, if you didn't know where you were at, like it'd be different. It'd be different. Yeah. But like I've been there before. Like kind of want to like have my own experience. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's fair. Like because I mean, like even when we're at like schools and stuff like that, like I'm not gonna stay in the hotel room. Yeah. We'll do like, I go out, I go out and walk. I go out and like. As much as I want to like rest my legs or whatever, yeah. like I feel like I could just do that. I'm much. probably never going back to Lafayette ever. No, like, probably so not. I'm, I'm very similar. Like I, especially I remember like back in showcase ball, mm-hmm. dude. Like we used to just go walk for hours. Like didn't I? I don't even know where we go no. half the time. We'd be like, I don't know what that is, but we're gonna go check it out. Like, because one, you never know what cities you're gonna be in again. Yeah. Two, like. Those are a lot of the best memories I've ever made. Is just joking off, walking around with the guys, like seeing what's out there. Like one one night, um, I guess it was Saturday night. Um, Jack hit me up and was like, "Hey, if we're going downtown, just like walk around and find a place to eat. Like, you want to go?" I was like, "Yeah, bet. Like, let's do it." And which I was kind of like on on the fence about because I was like, "It's kind of late," but like, I was like, "Let's just go. Like, I want to check it out before we leave." And it was so much like just walking where'd around. You, where'd you go? Like what? So, yeah, like what so we went to a restaurant called Spoonbills. It was an hour wait. So yeah. we literally just like walked around the main street for an hour. We went to like I think it was it was me, Maggie, Gus, and Everett, and Maggie's parents. We went to some place called Bon like Tea something. Oh, uh, well, place was awesome. A little hole in the wall. Yeah. Kind of like recommended by the fans or whatever. Yeah. Like I I'll go there again. Heck yeah. I mean. Obviously not in my price range, mm. but I 100% eat there <laughs> But honestly, like that environment is an environment like I would love to like actually like just go play in, yeah. like go to school in. Mm. Like, I ain't gonna lie, like fo- football changes everything. Mm. That like I went to a football stadium and stuff like that. Like just like kind of like having a football team. Doesn't matter what school you're at, changes the vibe. That's fair. Because like with us, like, I mean, nobody, nobody really knows who we are because we don't have the football team. Yeah, it is weird how that works. I mean, like, it's not like, like it it's not. Sense, yeah, I mean, like, and just like, just kind of everything. Like, mm-hmm. we have basketball, but <laughs> yeah. Very good thought. Well, I think. It's also a very southern thing at colleges of like supporting colleges. No, yeah, I, feel, I don't feel like we get enough of that. Like it, a lot of southern schools, which I didn't really realize until like, growing up in North Carolina, you're surrounded by the ACC schools, mm-hmm. you're surrounded by other like big schools as well, and so you grow up on I'm this fan, and like you hate kids in middle school that aren't the fan of your school. Yeah, and like I didn't even realize until I got to High Point that. In the north, because we had a lot of northern kids that go here. And on our team, they're like, "Yeah, like we're more of like a pro sport, like we're like riders out for our pro sports." Like college is kind of like whatever, which is just like really weird to me. Yeah, and I'm from. I mean, and then being on the west coast, it's kind of different. Like, the the UCLA fans or Angel fans, and like the Dodger fans or USC fans, but like I was none of those. Yeah. Like, because when you're just stuck and landlocked and don't travel, you're going to root for the Angels, the Dodgers, the USC or UCLA. Like, I was yeah. a 
I'm a Yankee fan, and I'm a Florida Gator fan. Jeez, Waz, what the heck, dude? Why well, I went to the original Yankee City. Did you get dropped on your head or something? Because that makes no sense. No, I get that all the time. Like, I'm a Florida football fan, and I'm a New York Yankee fan. Like, okay, so not only are we switching coasts, but you're also switching regions within a coastline. Yeah. Make crazy, it make sense. Crazy, make right? it make sense. Well, Tim Tebow with Florida. Okay. That's my favorite like football player ever. Okay. Other than Tom Brady. Let's okay. bring that out there. So why are you not a Michigan fan? Just when you were growing up? Yeah. I think it was just yeah. Tim Tebow and 2008 Florida Gators. I grew up on that. Yeah, he was a stud. Um, and then Derek Jeter fan. Okay. So, so it was more like the players on the More teams. like the players on the teams than I just yeah. kind of like, I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah. I but feel like for me, it kind of makes sense. I was... You're a state kind of. Well, yeah, I was a state, state fan, but that was like more family because like my dad went to NC State, mm-hmm. so like I grew up with him, loving state, and then we grew up Braves fans because like my dad was a Braves fan, mm-hmm. but like it also makes sense because like both like states right here and then Atlanta's the closest MLB team, yeah, and like ride ride and die Braves, love Braves. I was a huge I'm a, fan. I, I love the Braves, like I like um, the Braves, and then the weird one though is football. I was a huge Chargers fan. That's weird. Really weird. So I switched coast too. Um, so I can't really say much to you because for mine is because Philip Rivers played mm-hmm. at NC State. Mm-hmm. And so he was at State like 01, 03, yeah. 01, 04. Before like, like, you were like, kind of um, like So like I was too young, but like my dad obviously watched him while he was there. And mm-hmm. so he was like super big. You kind of just followed him. Rivers fans. And then, so like yeah. we grew up. Yeah, yeah. But it was just, I just kind of inherited the. Philip Rivers, and so mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, Chargers. And, like, I, Carolina Panthers, yes, but, like, it was kind of both of them. But well, Carolina Panthers, because it's... They also haven't team. been around that long. No. So, like, my dad was just, like, when my dad, they were first being yeah, developed. No, and whatnot. It was still a new team, yeah. even when, like, he was, like, mm-hmm. when I was around. Like, yeah, I don't know, but, yeah. So, was your... Was your dream school NC State? I mean, you obviously you went to NC State, but yeah. was that like your dream school? Yeah, 100%. And it, I don't think the goal was ever getting recruited by State. It just kind of happened. But that. when they offered, I was like, yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like that's every kid's dream is to like go to like their dream school. Yeah. Which, for better or worse, like I, I'm thankful for like the time there. And like I loved, loved it. Um, well, because you got to like be in the moment you gotta like be in like what you grew up on yeah like kind of like damn like telling like your four-year-old self like Mm -hmm. damn like i did that like i mean yeah sometimes it doesn't work out but like you could always say like that like you made like your four-year-old self like like in like you have all these pictures and when you're little like in like nc state here and stuff like that and like now you got like kind of like a compare comparison like i mean I, I mean, honestly. But it just honestly, I don't even know who's listening right now. But like, I hope, like maybe someday, like I can have that kind of feeling, like mm-hmm. whether it's college or whether it's pro, like yeah, that'd be pretty, um, like, pretty cool. So if the New York Yankees are listening to this podcast, you should sign Brett Wozniak this year. No. Um, yeah, I get, and I, I think also, but also coming off that is. 
Imagine if you had told your four-year-old self, hey, I'm going to be playing at Kansas State. Hey, I'm going to be playing at High Point University. Because I know if I told my four-year-old self. I'd call myself crazy. Hey, you're going to be playing at High Point. I'd be like, okay. Okay, but you know what? what? Yeah, but you know what's funny? Um, I was the K-State. My dad, so when I was in like fall ball, like when I was like six or whatever, like there was like two teams like to pick from. Like because we had like the last pick in like the team draft or yeah. whatever. And my dad was like, blue or like purple or like green or whatever and he chose purple and i was just like okay weird but it was k-state of course it was like it was of course it was, it was, it was just like, why it was, wouldn't it be? yeah like why wouldn't it be like and then like i commit there and i'm just like what the wait like wait a yeah like wait a minute like yeah. I did, like i thought it was kind of cool in that sense like i mean it was my dream school but like it kind of like kind of like like a like a blast from the past like yeah like that's like eerie type thing and then like find myself in another purple school <laughs> well and that's the thing dude it's like if i told my four-year-old self that i'd be at high point i'd be like well, what, does what, does mean? Mean? what does that mean but then like i get here and it's like wow like i'm so thankful that like i have been here because like the friendships i've made mm-hmm. the guys that we gotten to play with the games we've gotten to play and the places we got to go mm-hmm. like it's been awesome and like i think it's really unique that this is it's becoming less unique because of the portal and like how yeah. much guys are switching around but it's been really really cool and unique to like look back on like the differences between experiences at schools and like not as you compare them but just like just be like dang like how much have i changed between like freshman yeah. year to now because That's it's one thing when you change at the same school it's another thing when you change, change going from one school, school to another school i feel like that's just that's the beauty of college sports and that's the beauty of being in college is that mm-hmm. you could like two years ago I was not I, I don't have the same like mindset and like mental fortitude and like just like aspirations as I did yeah. like I obviously they're probably the same but they're same same but like different <laughs> yeah well they're they're more precise they're more like yeah. Like, there's more of a reason behind it, or at least, like, a direction you're going with mm-hmm. But, like, the portal has, uh, like, whole transfer portal thing is honestly, like, kind of, like, I don't like it, but in a sense of, like, say you did enter it, like, and you were good, and say you did have the opportunity to go play at the school you've always wanted to play at, mm-hmm. And actually play at that school I mean I'll go, go for it yeah. like I mean there I mean you only get one you only get the opportunity once it's your career it's your career there you man. go here you go Gavin it's your career it's what are you gonna career. do with it I, that's actually also what I kind of like want to hit on too like at the end of the day like it's your life it's your career it's your it's your path and I feel like not a lot of people like in like the professional business and like the college business and just in general like don't understand like that like realm like like honestly like you can't really control what i do mm-hmm. it kind of sucks in that realm type thing you know what i'm saying like but if i have an opportunity to go do something like i'm gonna do it yeah like i'm not gonna say no just because like you want me to say no like it's like a, it's like a job like 
you're at one job, but the other job, like, like pays more or whatever, like, sorry, like, I'm going to go take that job. Like, when guys, like, in professional sports change teams, like, they don't care what you think. No. Like, the whole, like, LeBron going to Cleveland to Miami back to Cleveland. Like, do you really think LeBron ever cared about you burning his jersey? No. Not even the slightest. No. But then he promised to come back and win a championship, and he did. And then he went to L.A. because it it allowed him to blossom what he's been building on, like the production, like his like agency, like mm-hmm. his entertainment, like agency, like Spring yeah. and stuff like that. And like now he's producing movies and stuff like that. But then now he's, I think he's going to switch teams again when Bronny comes in because it's his career. Yeah. And he gets to do what he wants. And he wants to play with his side. Yeah. And you can't deny him that. No. Just like when you're in college, like when you got guys like that enter the portal and then go to a different school, you can't deny the kid from that. Like I don't really like. Sometimes it's like, like that's just dumb. But like honestly, like you really can't like. You're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna get it back. Like, yeah, I get it's your career as well, type thing. Mm-hmm. But like, don't shame a kid. Yeah. But too, I think, also when you're 18 as a freshman, when you chose that school, like, there's kids that, like, I committed when I was 15. Yeah, I know a guy, like, I know a guy that committed to UW as a 14-year-old. Yeah, and, like, he was in eighth grade. Do you really know what serve. you want and, no. like, what's in your best interest when you're 15? Heck no. Heck no. You know, what you see is the name. Yeah. You see the logo. You of see course. the stuff, which is all good and all, yeah. but, like, at the same time, like, is that the best thing for, is that the like best spot for, and like that's where it's becoming, well like high points becoming very appealing. Yeah. Because like, okay, like we got something that's brewing here that could be really, really good. It takes time though. Like, yeah. And it's like, okay, like, well, this place, I know like I'm going to get a good education. I know I'm not going to like the coaching staff, like it's proven to me, like I'm not going to fall through the cracks. Like Mm -hmm. they're backing up what they're saying. Like, this might be the better fit for me mm-hmm. or on the vice versa where like you play one, two years, another school. And it's like, geez, like this just isn't what I thought mm-hmm. pop in. And then you have the opportunity to come like to a high point And it's like, all right, this is like the fit that like I need now. Yeah. You know, like I think, and I honestly feel like if you like coming to school, like here and like you see, or just anywhere and you see the fit now, mm-hmm. I feel like you have to take that. Yeah. And then you outgrow that and like you like you take that opportunity and soak it all up and stuff like that. And it's not a good fit anymore. There's a better fit. Yeah. Like career wise or just like social wise or whatever the heck you want to believe in or whatever. Like I feel like you should just take the risk risk it might as well what, what, what's the worst that could happen that it doesn't work out I mean yeah it sucks it sucks at the end of the day but you never know until you until you, until you put your foot in yeah I think uh, one of the good things you said right there is about on yourself and it's like uh, like in the last season like, I talked to the coaches like man like last year was just not good like 
what do we want to do? Like, do I like find a new place? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, they were like, it's looking like you're probably gonna have the same role. Like, we don't know. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm like, we're gonna come back. I'm betting on myself. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get to the spot I want to be in. And go through the fall. I'm like, I'm glad I bet on myself. Like, we made changes. We like, we did the stuff different. And like, thank goodness, like Miles works with me. Manus worked with me. And like, um, we got where we are now. And it's like, I'm glad I bet on myself mm-hmm. because if I hadn't, then like I wouldn't be in the position I am now. And like, thank, thankful to them for giving me that opportunity mm-hmm. to like one to bet on myself, but also like them trusting me with being like, Hey, like if you want it, go get it. Mm-hmm. Like go play summer ball, get after it, mm-hmm. come back, be ready to go. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. You know? I completely understand that. Which I, I think our staff is really, really good about is the, like, if you want it, like, it's there. Like, go take it. And, it, and you need that. You need the, the open competition all the time. I, I think we have a big revolving door, which is good to me. Like, I think, in a sense of, like, the constant competition of, like, hey, like, yeah, you've gotten to the spot, but, like, don't take it for granted. Yeah. I can see that because, I mean, if you just watch the season, you kind of just see this. Mm-hmm. You see a cycle. Like, oh, no, a different name. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, a different name. Like, not a bad thing. No, it's, it's just because it's, it's just because there's competition. And yeah. This guy, like. This guy's hitting, he's still in lineup. This yeah. guy's hitting, he's still in lineup. This guy's playing defense. Oh, we'll take that. Like, yeah. Kind of thing. Like, some guys are the whole pack. Go out course. and prove that, like, you deserve that every single day. Which. If I think part of the thing that gets lost in college sports is like opportunity, mm-hmm. and like not everywhere you go is going to give you an opportunity. Like that's yeah. just the reality of it. Like there's some places you're going to go where it's like you don't even have a chance. They want to. Speaking of opportunity, I feel it. And speaking of best fit, I think best fit equals opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like not best fit. Like where am I going to best fit on the on the roster? The staff. Yeah. Like best fit of like. Where am I going to soak up the most opportunities yeah. to get the most out of my ability? Where is my career going to be able to flourish? Like, mm-hmm. where, am, or at least, what are my goals? And like, recognizing your goals and saying, where is the best spot for me and to I, achieve those? And I feel like once you accomplish that, then you could probably step back and reevaluate. Like, hey, do I really want to be here? Mm-hmm. Like, I proved myself. Like, I feel like I could go here or go there or even stay here and, you know, make a name for myself and so-and-so program or whatever. And I feel like some guys, like, do that. And then some guys, it's just like, no, I want to win. Yeah. Or, like, no, I feel like this is better to get whatever Mm -hmm. down the line. Or, no, I'm content here because I know I'm going to pitch here. Yeah. Or hit here, whatever. Or, no, I'm going to start nine. Like, whatever. And I feel like those decisions are all like perception wise and I hate that word (laughs) but like it's real and it's like prevalent in like college baseball especially and just life like you're getting like judged and perceived even if you don't even know you are yeah there's always there's always eyes on you like Physically and like, just kind of like mentally and kind of mm-hmm. like, 
like even socially or in every aspect yeah. type thing like like you make a decision that you think is good but it's perceived as bad like and it could like kind of derail like a career or whatever just based on how you were perceived or like derail the relationship just based on perception is reality because it really is it, it really is. Yeah. Like, everyone like, has everyone's everyone's thoughts is based on perception. Yeah, it is. It's interesting because, it, like, I, I you want to say like don't care what other people think, and yes, like yeah, don't like, care. Just like, have stuff. confidence in yourself. Yeah. You know what you're doing, but at the same time, know that your actions and your words have an effect on other people mm-hmm. the way they look at you, and if you want to come across as like if you want a certain um, certain kind of like mantra about it, like if you want people to look at you a certain way, like whether it's like a leader or a really good team guy, or like a stud, like you know what I'm saying? Like what you put out there is gonna like like what you do is gonna show that and like that's what's gonna be believed. And so like if you're wanting to be known as like that leader, well if you're not doing leadership things to the outside world, like your coaches to your teammates to viewers whatever it is and like why like you may view yourself as a leader but why would anybody else mm-hmm. you know no I gotta get that like with like perception especially like I feel like everybody kind of battles that differently uh-huh. and everybody's in their own kind of battle with that but I feel like there's some people that like are like really really in the trenches with that like I know I was and like kind of like having to recover from that and like mend like how you're perceived with other people is really hard to do because once I feel like once someone judges you the first time or perceives you the first time that's how they see you forever like I feel like it's hard to change people's minds yeah oh and I feel like and also speaking of like opportunity and best fit and stuff like that, I feel like that also has to do with perception too. It's just like they're giving you opportunity because they don't believe in what other people or how other people perceive you. Mm. Like that's why I came here because they didn't believe that. There was opportunity and there was a clean slate of no like judgment. I mean, yeah, they probably are. They probably judged me when I got on campus or whatever. Like, what is this kid like really like or whatever, but like they're not gonna tell me that, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not gonna tell you who you are no, or what you should be. No. You have to figure that out for yourself and yeah. you, at the end of the day you're kinda of beating your own drum. Yeah. Like if we're just being real with that, like I'm not one to care what anybody thinks, but I know what people think. Yeah. There's a fine line between that, like caring and knowing like you can think about whatever you want about me like it doesn't matter but then again like I know it matters yeah well and I feel like and I feel like some some people don't understand that line when your own identity gets caught up into what other people think about you whether it's as a baseball player just in general as a person as a student as an employee like mm-hmm. that's when it becomes like no but I know for a fact when I went over to my girlfriend's parents for the first time, I was gonna make sure I was oh, dressed Mr. nice. Mr. I would, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Like, yeah, because like 
I, first impressions matter. Yes, hundred percent. Like when you walked on and you met Joey and Miles for the first time, like you like, you want to give off a certain impression about yourself of like, hey, like this is who I am. Like not like being fake and like not who you are, but it's like saying like, hey, like this is who I am. Like I respect you. Mm-hmm. Like I want to deserve that back, and I came here like to win. But I feel like you should change how you act mm-hmm. or like really like change like how like you go about your business just because you're trying to like not get judged bad or like yeah. impress somebody like if, yeah yourself isn't always like what's best but at the end of the day like the people who accept you for who you are is the people that you want to have in your life mm-hmm. and I feel like when you try super hard at that and think about like that all the time, like I feel like it gets harder and harder to like kind of like put a positive, like you know, like vibe. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Life's weird, man. It is very weird. Very, very weird. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. That's good. How are you doing? That's I'm good, good man. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But yeah, I, I don't think it's anything other than just school and it's regular college life, you know? Like, yeah, people don't, I don't think people understand. Yeah. It's exhausting. I, I'm so excited for this weekend, though. Like, the more I think, I just, like, when we were, so last night we were in Carolina mm-hmm. and, like, dude. Like, rough night for rough the baseball. Night, rough night for the kids. Rough night for the boys. Oh my gosh, man. Like, I was sitting there. I was like, I love baseball. Like, it's so... Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just love, like, like... I love being there. I love the environment. Like, not even just, like, specifically there. Like, I'm just saying, like, in general. Like, I mean, I love being there. Like, <laughs> whether, like, you're at High Point, whether you're at Carolina, whether you're at Presbyterian, like, it doesn't matter where you go. Like, dang, like, I get to, like, be here in this dugout, yeah. make memories with these guys, like... Like, it's kind of weird like all of us however many there are like we all come from different backgrounds we all come from different stories we all have different like heartbreaks we all have all these different things that pile up and like yeah we're all right here like we're in the same jersey and like, like how like, like awesome is that dude you're saying that and I feel like most of the time it's not believed which is crazy because like if you if you if we really were to do a deep dive into every single guy on the team like we are all so freaking different and yet like awesome we're here and like we get to like go out together and like i like you could have ended up like like i was at state you were at k-state and then Mm -hmm. you like like we were all in different we got guys that transferred in we got guys that are just out of high school like and even like the high schools if you were to add this and like we've all been so many different places Mm -hmm. and yet even here on our campus we all have so many different experiences and then, like, we, have, we all get to share them. We have like 42 people on the team. Yeah. They have 42 different lives being lived. And then you add in the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. You add in, like, it's just wild. And the fact that we get to be there and like fight together, grow together, joke around together, even like get mad at each other together. Like, I feel like that's where, not just us, but like even in general, I feel like when you're with a group of guys, like I feel like not even like buying into the, t- like, the game or mm-hmm. the practice or whatever, but like buying into like 
wanting to get to know, like, loving one another. Yeah, we want to get to know, like, how different the other person is and, like, not, like, just kind of buying into us. Yeah. And I feel like, like, just in general, like, there's a lot of, like, judgment and, like, a lot of trouble, like, investing time in and a lot of trouble, like, kind of opening up mm. to, like, and, like, actually, like, buying into, like, where you are at. Yeah. And, like, buying into the moment. Because you're not going to get it back. Yeah. And I feel like once a group of people figure out how to do that, I feel like you're just, like, kind of invincible. Yeah. Well, one of the things I've really been telling myself in the past couple of days, it was, like, on my mind, was, like, be where your feet are at. 100%. Like, I wherever you are, whatever the day is, like, focus on that and, like, be there. Be, because I've struggled a lot with, okay, like, being present in moments. I struggle and, a lot. I struggle a lot with that because it's just, like, I don't feel like I'm present in the moment until until after it happens. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I'm a very, like, I think a lot and, like, get in my head. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm thinking about, Okay, what's going on tomorrow? What do I have in three days? What do I have in four days? Oh, hundred percent. Like when sure? I was, and like it's like wait, 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 wait. Like let's slow it down. Like, let's slow it down. This, like there's times where like today, like if I don't slow down, realize like there's things that I prayed four years ago that I have today. Like there's things that worried me last year that like, not today I don't have to worry about. And like there's things that we're about to do this weekend that that like we actually like spoke into existence yeah and it's slowing down and just like appreciating it mm-hmm. and being in that moment i think gives you a whole nother like gives you layer an edge. to gives you an edge. Edge. <laughs> gives you an edge. that's what it is maybe it's edge um so many so many waymanisms tonight um it's just the lasting impact it is but yeah I don't know, man. I'm ready for this weekend to get going. And no, I am too. I am too. Yeah. I just, I just hope, like, kind of pray. I don't pray, but like, I don't, I'm gonna pray that like something like gets switch gets flipped or people figure it out or somehow we all kind of just said whatever. Let's go do it. Starts over. I think that's what's fun. Like, it, I think that I think it's been a rough little stretch here, once, but like it starts over tomorrow. Like once we get out there and it's just like playing for something that matters. I mean, Coach Moore said it in the bullpen. We're ten weeks playing for a championship. Yeah, playing for a pennant. I think that's what that's what changes. Like it changes the team's mindset. Mm-hmm. In, in, in a way yeah. I mean yeah the first 16, 16 games would have loved to be won but at the end of the day like sucks yeah. this is like, now like, like now we have like yeah. here we go you now you got three what three games apiece ten weeks learn from all like learn from everything that happened you get 30 games in, in, a, in a conference schedule that's yeah. a lot of games there's plenty of games left to be won plenty of games sure might as well go 30 now it's going to be tough if we go 30 now holy cow It'll be t- it, 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 it's going to be hard, like they said. And like, obviously, every game's hard. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, at, at this point, Presbyterian just as Alabama until we until we play them. Yeah, until we beat them. Presbyterian is just as good as Monmouth, just as good as LSU. Man. Uh, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like everyone's as good as just as everybody. I've played them yet. Like, I haven't played them yet. And that's the, I think that's the beauty of it. Like, you can't, like, I mean, March Madness is going on right now. Well, and it's kind of that keep your feet and, like, be where your feet are at. Like, yeah. Like, like don't man, look ahead. Nothing matters except nothing. for Presbyterian tomorrow. Yeah. And, like, Presbyterian on Sunday doesn't even matter yet. Like, like I feel like conference play is just like March Madness. Mm-hmm. Like one game at a time. Yeah. Like you kind of sell out for one game. You do. Like yeah, I feel like you throw all your chips in conference. In conference, I think you have to sell out for a game at a time. You can't think ahead. Yeah. And I feel like. Like tomorrow we'll deal with. I feel itself. like we have. Like not us, but I feel like just some like a lot of teams around the country in general, kind of have that like, oh, we're gonna save this guy mm-hmm. to go behind this guy. Like, no, if this game is winnable, just do it. Just do it. Go in. And then you figure out the next Tomorrow day. we'll worry about. Tomorrow. If we if we get this win, like, tomorrow we'll Today worry we worry about, about today. Tomorrow we worry about tomorrow. The next day we worry about the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, like, you can't save, you can't save bullets. We'll do that. It's, 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 like, it's like the World Series. It's like, it's like It's like the World Series. Like, you're in game seven. You got the best bullet. You got your best bullets in the, in the bullpen. You're going to save them until you're, like, up by two? No, just throw them in there. Yeah. Shut it down. Go win a game. Yeah. I think, to, like, the whole, would it be nice if our if starters go up? seven every day and then uh, your bullpen But does it happen? Yeah, but, okay, well, but then, like, that's where it gets fun. It's like, now we get to see what other guys are made of. All right, can you step in this situation and can the next guy step up? Like, and that's where having depth, and I think we have some good depth this year of, like guys can go back to back. Guys can, and you get Sad, to see the dog. Saddle it up. You get to see the dog in them. Like it, it hasn't get to, really I feel like you get to see, like you get second and third, two outs. Guy comes in for a header, matchup guy, and he strikes that guy out. I think you get to see the actual like emotion yeah. come out because I feel like in like people call it the preseason. I don't like to call it that. Like these games, like those games matter too. Mm-hmm. Um. But I feel like you approach them a little differently, though. Yeah, but I feel like you shouldn't. Yeah. Like, just just as important as winning conference, I guess. But not, I mean, conference is a different stakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like you should show as much emotion as you're going to show next weekend, as you were, as you as you would in the first game of the season. Yeah, I agree. But I feel I feel like we see that a lot. Yeah. Like. I feel like we see some guys come out of their shell a little bit, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna eat it up. Yeah, this is gonna be fun, Ryan. But who knows? Now, now we just get to go and play baseball and see what happens. I cannot wait. Yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a could be a good ride. Just enjoy it. Yeah, Might as well. Might as well. You never know what's gonna end. Yeah. Just enjoy it. All right, well. Thank you all for joining us today. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know what we talked about, but I know it was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good conversation there. A lot of, a lot of topics kind of tumbled through and yeah. figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good time. I feel like it all revolved around like life and baseball, yeah. which is nice. But 
Well, it's been nice. we, we've been gone for a three, four week time. Yeah, so kind of like, nice to just you know rehash everything yeah. that kind of happened. And Get ready for this next stage that's coming up, and yeah. So thank you all for joining yeah. us, and uh, embrace the chase. We'll be back next week. Hundred, it, it will be back next week. Yeah. We Get are doing hot. this again next Get week. Get out. So, um, thank you all, and stay tuned for any updates on Instagram, Twitter, whatever yeah. we might be on. So yeah. see y'all later. See ya. Bang! Zoom!